Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode. This time we will be talking about Love is Blind, episode 8, 9, and 10, which is the finale. Hi, Aid. Hi, Tane. Before we go into the episode, um, we just wanted to express our sadness and express that our thoughts and prayers are with Israel and Palestine um, for all they've lost, for all those who have been killed, for those who have lost their friends, their family, people that they love. Our hearts go out to those who aren't allowed to live in peace. And for our listeners, Muslim, Jewish, Palestinian, and Israeli, our, our hearts are with you. Yeah, we know everyone has, you know, thoughts on this, but at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that no one deserves to live through this or live like that. So our thoughts are with everyone going through that. Okay, so we're going back to this episode eight. Do you have anything to share with the people? So you guys, show comes back this week, Wednesday the 18th. Very exciting. Um, I will actually be in Denver for work. And that is why our episode on the season premiere of the Denver season is going to be delayed a little bit. Um, so we're definitely going to have episodes every week, hopefully, for um, after for Married at First Sight. Um, and uh, yeah, but they will be delayed depending on what's going on. So our first episode will be out, but it will be later than we usually have it out. Um, we will also have after party on Patreon as usual, and we've had sister wives on there for the past few weeks. Tane did it solo while I was out last week. Um, on our Patreon, you can get ad-free episodes of MAFs for at the put a ring on it level. You can get our bonus episodes at the going to the chapel level, and you can get all of that plus early access to episodes at the marry me level. So go find us on Patreon if you're interested. Fun. I can't believe the season is actually coming back. Like, it's happening. Uh, it's great it's coming back. It does feel like it was not exactly convenient for my schedule. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with old people? I feel like, guys, it feels like it's been... A, we took a week off, and I'm like, what? The, everything must be different now. Like, I'm sure someone's, like, had a whole baby in the time, but we haven't had an update on what's going on with old people. <laughs> well... You did a setup, but not much is happening. But um, <laughs> Alexis seems to be, if I read this right, moving to Atlanta. I think she's leaving San Diego. Um, she had a birthday recently. She went on vacation, but something happened there. She had like a medical emergency where she was temporarily blind. But I think she's fine now. But yeah, I will again update you guys if what I read was correct. And she's moving to Atlanta. Good for her. I'm assuming this coincides with her um, retirement from the Navy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I didn't get any details. It was just like a passing thing I read. Um, now this, I might be getting confused. So if anyone knows, feel free to correct me. Brianna posted like a sweater set, like shorts and top set or whatever. And Amani was like, oh, that's cute. Makes me want to wear mine. And I'm like, are they doing a line together? It wasn't exactly clear. 
I don't know where you can get it, but if they are, I think that's a good collaboration. But I wasn't clear what it was, but it was matching sets. It was very cute, different colors, and they might be doing a, a line together. I'm not sure. So feel I free thought to I saw an announcement you know. about a line together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I might, um, I will be supporting. Because <laughs> you guys, I keep you updated on the stuff I get from maps. I will update. I got something from Ashley. Because last time you thought that I had gotten something from her before. But I hadn't, but now I have. There's a pair of pants and they came and they fit really well and I love them. So, yeah. <laughs> are they just like leggings? Like, what are they? No, they're like comfortable pants that you can wear to work, but they kind of like, they're marketing it as leisure. I don't know how to say it. They're not leggings, they're pants that you can wear to work, <laughs> but they're comfortable. <laughs> So I wasn't sure, but I got it and it worked. And I'm like, okay, we got this. I tried to buy like, I think the teeth whitening thing from either Ashley or Danielle. I'm not sure which one, but I ended up buying it, but separate. Listen, I went ham during the whole Amazon sale thing. It was terrible. Like I even bought like a slushy cup. Someone had to stop me because I was just buying trash all from Amazon. So yeah. Um, Lastly, the... Nashville group hung out. It was Eris, it was Nicole, it was Chris, it was Kirsten and Shaq. So I don't know. It's very hard for people not to think Kirsten and Shaq are like rekindling stuff, but it was a group thing. I think Clint was there also. So I don't know, but they all hung out. And I think, and also separately, Dom and Eris hung out. And I'm only mentioning that because we always wonder, like, you know, since Dom left early, does she really hang out with the group? And they had that thing in the after episodes, like, where she felt like she was being left out. But Dom and Eris also hung out separately. So there's that. That's okay. all I got. I mean, I'm glad people are hanging out, I guess. It's good to make friends, even if you couldn't find a husband or a wife. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's all that's going on, and we will take a break and come back and talk about these people on Love is Blind. They say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. To keep your money moving in the direction of your dreams, get Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use the money you get from EarnIn to make sure you have your spending money ready for your fun spring break trips to the beach. Make EarnIn a part of your financial routine and join EarnIn's over 3.5 million customers who say things like, when I think about EarnIn, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Alto Call on the podcast because when you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's Alto Call on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. 
If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like a lime margarita and a grapefruit paloma, which happens to be my favorite, so you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash MAFS. Each can of Recess is a lightly sparkling mocktail made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt-free way to unwind. They taste just like your favorite cocktails, without the alcohol. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallmafs. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. So, Aid, how are you still feeling about this season? Are you still entertained? I am entertained. But now that I have more information, I can sort of see things. Like, for instance, there were other couples that they had to cut out. I guess one because of litigation, one for another reason. That's why we don't have anybody. So then I see them filling in content because they cut out all these people. And I'm like, this is not good. (laughs) This should have been on the chopping room floor. I mean, I still don't even think it's an excuse. We had like four other couples that were engaged. So one, well, two litigation, I think. Well, one litigation, someone is suing for sexual assault. Another one, um, we think, had a girlfriend. He was also at the barbecue. And he's like, oh, don't air this. But there were two others. So why would you not show the others? We don't know why. So that's on them for doing that. And also, I keep asking the NDA for these people, how tight is it? Because we're just hearing a bunch of stories. On one hand, I heard that um, Uche and Aaliyah decided to date. And they even kissed and they did all that. But on the other hand, Aaliyah did an interview and said that Uche said that she's not his type physically you know i saw i saw the second half of what you just said i didn't hear about the first half that they dated well i heard that they dated from uche then i heard that for that she said he wasn't physically attracted to her but i didn't hear the, the other part where apparently they were dating for a while or a few weeks wait you just said you heard they dated um well you said that there was like physical stuff that happened when they dated that part, I didn't get those details. Oh, no, that they kissed at the lunch. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. I'm confused. Okay. So, I know, I was like, sh- <laughs> so is your thing that they should have shown us all that? Is that what you mean by that's the content they should have shown? Uh, no, I'm just confused. Like, she said he wasn't her type, but then they dated, but then they kissed. 
after the launch? I'm confused. If it wasn't her type, what what were they doing? Um, testing it out. <laughs> I don't. I guess I'm just like it's. I don't think it's that unusual to like just see, even if um, you're not initially attracted. If you're interested in dating someone, it would be nice if you don't tell them you're not my type. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not uh, <laughs> a good way to start. Like, you keep that to yourself, especially if you're moving on, because that's the whole thing Chris did to Paige, right? Oh, I'm still going to sleep with you, but you're not my type. What? No, that's terrible. So I didn't quite understand, and I don't know what's true or what's not true. And then someone pointed out that it was a, what do you call it? A Frankenbite, where he said, I think we should end this, but we didn't actually see him say it. They added mm-hmm. that afterwards. So I'm just like, what is going on? I don't know what's true, what's not. And it's just, everything is just confusing. Just I think confusing. they, you know, they have a storyline. And they, once they realized they weren't going to continue with the Uche and Elia storyline, they had to show us something. So they just franken bit, you know, Uche saying that they ended it at that lunch when they didn't actually end it at that lunch. Plus, if they didn't end it, why didn't she show up at the barbecue? <laughs> That's a great question. So, yeah, I'm just, I don't know what is true. I don't know what is not. And it's just everything blurring together with the things set offline, things not said. I don't know who's lying. I don't even think I believe the producers that they didn't know that Uche and Lydia didn't date. Like, what are the odds both of them got cast? I don't know. Everything is just, I don't know, full of lies. But back to the episode. Um. We begin where we ended, which was at the barbecue, and Uche has grabbed Milton and is telling him about all the stuff. And I'm like, Uche, if you don't care about this girl, you don't care about Aaliyah, if allegedly they were even dating, why are you telling Milton about all of this? Like, like, what is your end goal with all of this? Lydia grabs- You should start a club. Why are you so invested in your ex, your ex's new man? Why do you care so much? You know, unpopular opinion. The whole Izzy part of telling um, uh, Johnny. I know everyone says like it was so terrible and all that. While watching, I didn't think it was. I think his delivery was terrible. Like he didn't have to keep like the part where he's like a piece of advice and blah, 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 blah. But I don't see anything wrong in him wanting to say, Hey, you told him this, you told him that, like, why are you saying this? Like, you don't have to tell her she's a piece of shit or whatever. But I honestly, at the time when I was watching, didn't think it was like that terrible. It was afterwards when everyone was like, that was bad. This is this. And I was like, "Uh, okay, maybe it was, (laughs) but at the time, it's not, I, I see why you would be like, it's not ter- that terrible. Because it's not that terrible. It's just, but why? Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. Uche at, at this barbecue, sorry, I, I'm the one who like, got us off track a little bit. Uche at this barbecue, I just feel like he is on a mission. And it's like, but you don't go here anymore. Like, if you're not in a couple, why are you here? And... Mm-hmm. He even gets into it with the other women. And I was like, this all just seems very unnecessary. Very unnecessary. It was because even when Lydia grabs Milton, he's yelling out, don't let her control you. Don't let her. I'm like, he's so invested in Lydia and Milton not being together. And it's like, at some point, give up. Like, 
<laughs> it doesn't affect you in any way. And when he gets into it with the group, he starts telling them like he's dropping a bomb. Like she knew that I was being cast and everyone gives him a blank stare. And then <laughs> he didn't get the reaction that he was hoping to get. And then Miriam is like, whatever, bro. And then he gets all like, and then Stacy was just like, I didn't appreciate, or, no, I didn't understand the women backing Lydia up by saying like, oh, she was the one who stood by Aaliyah when you told, made her feel bad for cheating, that I don't think it's true that she did that. And I'm like, Stacy, have you not ever met a snaky person before? Like, you don't think it's weird that, you know, she knew they dated? I remember, Ali at that point didn't know that they had dated. So I was very taken aback by how strongly the women stood up for Lydia. Because it I, was very shady. It was very shady. I don't, I don't know why either. Maybe Lydia, maybe she just made good friends with lots of people. Maybe they were just tired of Uche's shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to the reunion because I'm thinking, because Uche didn't get to say, he found out that Lydia knew he was coming through Aaliyah. So I don't know which other girls knew or didn't know. So I'm wondering if they had all that information, if they, if, you know, they knew that she'd known all this whole while, that she had dated Uche and she was just being friends with her. So I'm curious to see what information they knew at what point. But my favorite part was Miriam getting on Uche's case because Miriam, she knows a Nigerian man. So at that point, it was like everybody back back. This is Nigerian and Nigerian crime right here. Like she was just yelling at him. She's like, I'm not the one, bro. I'm not Aaliyah. I'm not, I'm not Lydia. You're not going to make me cry. Like I'm going to get you. And you can tell Uche is a petty person because he starts going, where do you live? Are you in Saudi Arabia? Are you in Houston? Are you... What has that got to do with anything at this point? I get it, but that's how you know that Uche is just petty, petty, pet, petty. It was just very bizarre. Why are you here arguing with the women about why, whether or not Lydia actually sucks? Why are you so invested? It's the same thing that Stacy pulled. Why are you so invested in making sure that everybody knows that someone else sucks? What is it in it for you? Um, on one hand, I was like, though, but Miriam, we are still curious about where exactly it is that you live. Um, <laughs> I, no, but I thought she was clear. She's just not an eloquent person. She's moved to Houston. But I don't know why she used so many words just to say I've moved to Houston not too long ago. <laughs> but she never actually said she moved. She said she lived other places before she said she moved. It was confusing for everybody, and at least watching. And I am not convinced that she lives in Houston based on what she has said. But I also don't know about what what Miriam, where Miriam lives. What does that have to do with Uche's point about whether Lydia sucks? Like, that's a side point. <laughs> that's another person who did a video or something telling us that she does live in Houston and she showed us her buddy butters and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I ask again, where is the NDA? Are these people just allowed to talk? Like, where is the mystery if we can't wait till the reunion to find out anything? And I hope you know, Uche's not coming to the reunion last I heard. <gasps> what a coward! What a coward. But that's what I read, that he's not coming to the reunion. Oh, what a letdown. Wait, why can't... Oh, okay. First of all, where's the NDA? Second of all, why can't you force these people to show up to a reunion? What is the point? 
That was a huge storyline. Ugh. I just understand how you go around inserting yourself, starting arguments, trying to break people up, and have the audacity to be like, oh, I'm not coming to the reunion. Oh, that's that's very disappointing to me. I'm already expecting the reunion to be a letdown, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, for someone who's saying that he's trying not to break them up, he keeps telling Milton stuff and then prefacing it with, I don't want this to affect your relationship at all. And I'm like, that's funny. But you're saying all these things. But Milton gives him a response. And like I said, I don't know if Milton's character is a blessing or a curse, but he's all like, we're all in different dimensional planes. Like, you have your opinion. <laughs> I have my opinion. We're all different. And the best part was when he walked away, Milton says, I'll hit you up on the group chat, bro. Like, I'm not going to text you. But <laughs> I was like, I really, really... <sighs> Milton is is not perfect, but when given the opportunity for go for drama, his personality is to just not participate. Yeah. So he could like get really aggro with um, Uche and just be like, "Why are you talking about my girl like that?" No, yeah. Milton's just like, "Oh, it sounds like you had an experience. I'm having a different experience. Hope you can move on. All right, I'll, I'll text you in the group chat." <laughs> <laughs> So all that happens, all that's separate. We see one of the alleged um, engaged couples, I think Carter and I forget the girl's name, but she's the blonde girl. Renee. Um, yeah, that was there. I don't know. Uh, we'll find. I don't know if they're coming to the reunion, but we'll, maybe we'll find out what happened. But he allegedly they had a girlfriend. They better not come to the reunion. They better not. They have not been on the show at all. They have no storyline. It's so confusing. They better not come to the reunion. <laughs> We'll see. So we moved to Stacy and um, Izzy, and I don't know if you said it, but Stacy's uptight. I can't remember. I don't if like you mentioned that girl. That. I'm telling you. Yeah, I know you don't like her, but she I'm kept pushing. Not like her this time, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> she kept pushing him. Like, why did you have to do that? He's like, oh, I'm just looking out for Chris, and she's just like, but why? But why? Why do you need to do that? Who made you do this? And then. He makes a comment. Izzy's just like, I'm just grateful that I ended up with you and not Johnny and blah, 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 blah. And then Stacy gives Izzy a hard time about appreciating her and is like, you don't have to compare me to her. Like, that's not even a good scenario and all that. And I'm like, okay. Like, this was just a ridiculous conversation because she just seemed mad and wanted to take it out on Izzy. I think she's just mad that her competition was Johnny, and in her mind, like she and Johnny are not even in the same plane. So the fact that he considered them at all, that's what she's mad at. Because I don't I don't see anything wrong in him saying, I'm glad I ended up with you. I think he thought it was a compliment. I I can't believe this. I was on Stacy's side. Um in the sense that, first off, why was once again it was is I compared Izzy and Uche. Why is Izzy talking to Chris about how terrible Joni is? Stacy came in to talk about how no one likes you, Joni. Um, like, You're insistent on calling so her J- Joni, what? right? You're just jo- insisting oh, on calling It's Johnny. <laughs> it's Johnny. <laughs> no one likes you, Johnny. And it's like, why are the two of you so pressed about Johnny who has moved on when you're supposed to be in your happy little love bubble over there with Izzy. Also, 
when Izzy's just like, I just care about Chris, da 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 Once again, why are you so invested in Johnny or Chris or whatever they date or whatever they do? You're supposed to be over here with me. Um, Izzy's like, but I need to protect Chris. From what? He's a grown-ass man. He doesn't need your protection. Um, I The part where I was like, Stacey, you've lost it, is when she starts talking about what does he do for her. I never understand this at all. Because if I was like being called on that, I would, I think my question would be like, shouldn't, what are you doing for me? Like, should there be some part? Why is, it feels like a job performance. Like you're not performing your job properly. You're not pointing to specific things that he does or does not do. It's just, you don't do enough for me. Yeah. Weird. And there's nothing easy could have done at this point. He couldn't win because she was just cold. And then she did the thing that, you know, it baffles me. And this happened in the math season of Houston when Ryan said something about he wants to come home and put his wife against the wall. And um, Dr. Viviana's like, that's not real life. Like, what, what movies are you watching? Because Stacy was like, you know, I want the rose petals, the bath, the things, the whatever. I'm like, every day? Like, are you not adults? I don't understand when adults think, like, life is, like, oh, love is, like, romance movies and fairy tales and all. That's weird to me. So they went on, and Izzy just starts crying at that point, and he's like, I can't win. He goes away into the bathroom, and I'm like, Stacy's probably judging him for crying because that's just who <laughs> Stacy is. And I'm like, all this started just because he appreciated her, and it's just weird. So I just think she's mad at something else but she couldn't put that in and she just was kind of pinpoint because when he does ask, what is it that you think I don't do for you? Cause sometimes it's not about the actual physical. Sometimes it's like the person being there for you, letting you be you, because I think that's what he said. And I think that was not enough. She wants the rose petals and the bathtub filled for her, I guess. So then we, there's like an interesting where we, uh, an interruption, if you will, where we, Go to Milton and Lydia sitting in bed discussing the whole Uche situation. Um, Milton's point, if you will, is that Lydia can't control her emotions and he kind of wishes that she would. <laughs> I thought there was a point here, but it's also like the girl has been pretty like, this is who I am. I don't know if he's like, I don't know if this is like a growing together thing. Like, oh, like maybe you could grow a little and not have all these like emotional reactions. But he also seemed to be like, why are you even upset about Uche? Like, you should not even be upset about Uche. And she's like, I'm not upset about Uche. I'm upset about blah, 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 blah. It was kind of, I don't know. It was yeah, a precursor it, to the rest of their episode, really. Yeah, it's a very tough situation because I've never met anyone who is so proud of being loud, like everything I see about Lydia, even when she's typing on social media, she keeps saying, I'm loud, I'm loud, I'm loud. Okay, we get it. We know that you're loud. And Milton knows this about her because she doesn't let anyone forget. So it's a case of, is he giving good advice, like to kind of control your emotions? Or is he trying to change someone who is clearly comfortable with the way that they are? I don't know what bucket it is. Because I could say that he's giving her good advice, but that could be because that's how I view things. But someone else saying that, oh, you're trying to change her. This is not who she is. 
would they be wrong in saying that? It's, it's hard to know the line between improving yourself and changing central parts of your personality for a relationship. It's, and it's also interesting because you're like, oh, Lydia is so proud of being loud. And Milton is so proud of being the opposite. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if it's opposites attract or just this is not going to work. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is because I'm inclined to be with Milton because I don't know what exploding all the time does to a situation, but make it worse. But it is who she is, you know? And I do feel like Uche, like instigated that if that makes sense like i thought lydia was right to be upset about the uche thing yeah so telling her oh you shouldn't be upset i was like um i think that she has a legitimate reason to be upset yeah he's kind of he's slandering her well the problem is we don't know who's telling the truth or not like oh I just yes feel like this cast is so like unlikable and they're all like shady a lot of them are shady, so who knows what is or isn't. Milton has his shoes on the bed during this conversation. Uh, really uh, gross. Did we know that Stacy does Pilates? Or is um, it Pilates teacher? Mentioned. Yeah. So again, you guys, please don't hate me, but I'm like, no NDA. She's filming with her students. So then they know who she ended up with. Do we not care? That this is going out into the public. <laughs> That's all I was thinking when he came to her studio. And see, this is the way I am now. I did think that was like a regular Pilates class. I think she probably put a group together of her friends who may or may not be her students. Uh, the it seemed to be really late. Like I don't. Yeah, anyway, I the whole thing was done for the show. <laughs> it was daytime when he came, and it was nighttime when he did his confessional. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, he comes, he apologizes, and he gives her a plunger as one of the gifts. And, I mean, I guess it's a nod to whatever happened during the honeymoon, but I thought it was gross. But she thought it was was cute, so who am I to say anything? But they're good, and they're fine after their fight, and they're back on good terms. During Izzy and Stacey's like conversation, there was a lot of talk about once again, what do you do for me? If sometimes these things feel like this is a job performance review instead of a relationship. Um, and then he has to like defend his performance. It's not there's something off with that with me. Well, I think it goes back to what Izzy was crying about is like I just feel like I'm not good enough for you. And I think deep down Stacy knows that, but she's not there yet. Or doesn't want to admit it to herself. Doesn't want to admit because it's every time if someone says, I feel like I'm not good for you, your response would be, Of course you are. Stacy doesn't say that. She doesn't. She just gives him a <laughs> blank stare. So yeah. So um Lydia meets Milton's family, and I think we get a better understanding as to why Milton is the way he is. Um I think Milton's family is very clinical or methodical or very business-like. It's like you're in a meeting and I swear. They come off cold. Say it again. They come off as cold. Except yes, for like, they, maybe his dad and his brother-in-law, his mom and his sister, they come off as cold. Methodical yes. and emotional. You can call it what you want. 
but just not very warm or welcoming. Yes, but is it a Lydia thing or is it just a family thing? Because when she comes in, all Lydia, honestly, the minute someone tells me I'm a hugger, I'm like, ugh, gosh. I, I, I just... I just find that statement very tryhardish. I just, mm -mm. and I swear, I swear, I saw Milton's sister roll her eyes when she said, "I'm a hugger." <laughs> I didn't go back to check, but I swear I saw her say that. But yeah, Lydia's sister was not buying whatever Lydia was selling. I think at some point his mom was like, "What do you? What does a thirty-year-old want with a twenty-four-year-old?" So, which is a legitimate question. Woo, <laughs> And then the whole I, thing that you, oh, sorry. I wondered the whole time. I think that it was more things than this, but I was like, are they mad? Are they feeling some type of way that Milton has brought home a Latina girl um, instead of a black girl? Because there was just something about them that I was like, I don't, I don't think they love this. But there were so many other things that they didn't love that I couldn't just be like, okay, it's because she's Latina. I didn't think it was that at all. I just really think it, I don't think Lydia is, Lydia's an acquired taste. And I don't know if I'm speaking for just myself. I just feel like if I met Lydia, I would just be like, okay, like relax. And then I you feel like if my, if my 24 year old son came to me and told me that he was marrying somebody that he met on TV because he was just dying to be married, I'd be looking sideways too. Especially like, to a 30 year old. And like the sister said, you we've never heard you talk about marriage, and then you come from nowhere. Like, oh, I want to be married. Like, what? And, and then, then like you law tries to come in there and be like, no, he told me that he's ready to settle down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really loved his brother-in-law. <laughs> and like you mentioned last episode, they talk a lot about their age, and Lydia brings that there too. Like trying to get on him for sitting on the countertop, and his mom is like, he's really tall. He just does that all the time. And then just bring it up with like eating with like uh what is it his food leaving it on the bed and stuff or whatever and I'm like, are you just saying this as banter or is this really something that bothers you because he's not going to change he's 24 he's not even a quarter of a century like, can you deal with this or not? So, anyway, I don't think it went well, but I'm sure to Lydia she thinks it went great, but it was not. They didn't seem to mesh i will say that it not going well had very little to do with lydia because i did feel like once she realized that they were not feeling her lydia ish she took herself down several notches and they still didn't like her <laughs> um okay so the guys in the ghost tuck shopping the girls go wedding dress shopping nothing of note happens there the whole time because i had been told there was another couple but I didn't really know what they looked like. I was trying to figure out, like, how did they, when they're all sitting there, who's sitting up front, like, who is the bride that didn't make it to the wedding but was in all this stuff? But I never did figure it out while I was watching. Same for tuck shopping. Then they go on these, like, final dates. Um, Izzy and Stacy go on this, like, plane ride. He makes jokes about how her dad said that thing about flying first class. And he got her this, like, private plane ride. It's cute. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's cute. <laughs> um, Milton meets up with his sister, Jessica, to discuss it. And Jessica's very clear on her objections to Lydia, to this whole process, which that conversation definitely made me feel like it had less to do with Lydia and more to do with 
the love is blind, the 24 year year old, like all of that. Yeah. Jessica's just like marriage is big. You don't even know each other. I, and she mentions that like when, when he's made big decisions, they've usually been, I think with the support and advice of his family and this one, he's like, F y'all. Yeah. But Milton sees his family very clearly. And this is like something that we just kind of see. Milton is 24. Supposedly everybody else is older, but he has all these moments where he just seems very, I don't want to say mature for his age, just more mature than the people around him, period. I think it's because he just doesn't give a fuck. He's just (laughs) like, I don't care what you're saying. Like, I've thought about this, I've calculated this, and this is what's going to work for me. Which is good. And I keep saying, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse because it's good and it's bad because it lets him do what he wants to do. But then it's like, can you take advice? I don't know. Can you pick up your shit off the floor? I mean, (laughs) I don't know if that's being 24 or being inconsiderate. It's just being a man. That's 24. (laughs) (laughs) So Izzy and Stacy have this their conversations are so annoying because there's never a point. But it sounds like Izzy lied in some way about his finances or just elected not to share. And then somehow Stacy found out or he decided to tell her. It was not a good conversation and I still did not understand what it was. Did he have debt that he hid from her? He says, no, he doesn't have any debt. He just has a bad credit score from some previous debt. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think he was being entirely truthful. Of course it's not. Because it just resorts to, and you're right, their conversations to me, that's why I keep saying, like, I have beef with the producers this season. I was like, it took me a while to figure out what are they arguing about? Like, what is the thing that he did? And then at some point I was like, oh, she said he had, a, he said he didn't have credit cards, but then she found out he had a credit card and then they were buying something. And he was like, no, that would have been a good opportunity to say he had a credit card. Then it was like a credit score. Then I was like, so is it the credit score, the credit card, or is it both? I don't know. Spell it out in plain English so we know. How did they end that conversation? She said she wasn't mad at the score lies. It's more about the transparency, him not being honest that he did have that. And if he's lying about that, what else is he lying about? out and it just you could see on her face that she's like "Mm, can i trust this man and he's just like no i didn't do anything i I can't read izzy but izzy is a problem i I don't look i'll say it to the rooftops i don't like that girl but i think she has a point um (laughs) if he cannot be completely honest and transparent about finances you cannot get married yeah so Milton and Lydia have their final date at the Museum of Natural Science, which I realized I've never been there. Um, So yeah, I should probably hit the Houston Museum of Natural Science. That looked pretty cool. And it's a perfect date for them. Like we watched them talk about geology and rocks that first, you know, in the pods. And I really liked that they went here. It like actually had a tie-in that made sense. It It was so them. And they have another conversation about controlling your emotions. And Milton sounds very lectury and very judgy. I was like, now you're taking notes from Uchi. That's not good, Milton. <laughs> so if you will, both of our couples, where we leave them before we go to wedding day, not a 
great spot. <laughs> what did you What did you think about that fight, which was like more like an extended version of the conversation in the bed, where he just kept saying, "You need to control your emotions," and then, "What if we have kids? Like, I wouldn't want kids, you know, to be on that." This is what I interpreted that wasn't really quite said. I don't know if this is what he meant. Let me put that caveat. But this is what I was taking from it. Milton was saying, I'm a black man. If we go places where you might want to show your emotions and sometimes you just have to walk away from it, I don't want to be put in that situation. What do we do in those scenarios? Did you get that interpretation or am I just reading too far? I did not get that interpretation, but I think that that's a legitimate read of the situation that I just didn't think of. Um, I, and it's inter- I actually thought that Milton was just like telling her to be somebody who she's not. But I also am very supportive of the idea that like flying off the handle is not really the way to handle life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even more baffling to me was how they resolved it. Because they were going back and forth and she was like, you're not listening to me. And it was hilarious because Milton was not going to miss his meal. He just kept eating and eating regardless (laughs) of how mad she got. Even when she said, I need a minute, he was just eating his salad or whatever it was. And then she just came back and smiled at him and was like, I love you. And then that was it. And they were done. And I'm like, huh? But I'm like, they're both not going to walk on eggshells around each other. So... Honestly, good luck to both couples, because at this point, I don't know what they're looking for. I just thought, wow, this season is terrible. (laughs) Everybody, we have two couples and like, we're about to go into weddings and neither one of them seem to be in a really great space. I knew I wasn't so invested when I didn't care if I saw spoilers. Because I try to avoid spoilers like a minefield, but this time I was like, whatever happens, happens. I don't care. Like, there's no one, there was no Tiffany and Brett where I'm like, oh my God, they have to be together. I don't care. They seem to not like each other. Like, they might love each other because they tell us every five seconds, but they don't seem to like each other. So, good luck to them. But anyways. Um, I have a completely just unrelated side note. Unlike last time, I've done my homework. The apartment that everybody is living in, which we saw the name a lot this season, was the Novell Apartments in River Oaks. They look very nice. I didn't look up how much they cost, though. Stacy teaches at Method Pilates, which is also kind of in that general area. All right, guys, we're going to take a break and we'll come back and talk about the weddings. Okay. Wedding day. Yay. Do you yeah. know where the weddings were held? The weddings were held at the Patterson House, which someone said that was like close to Katie. And then I looked at, I grew up in Katie. So I looked it up on the map and I was like, that's like way near Brookshire. Like, that, I guess that's Katie adjacent, if you will. Um, but it's pretty far out. And honestly, not a nice venue, in my opinion. What makes it not nice? <laughs> Based on the show, I felt like. These venues and the decorations all had nice elements that did not go together well to create a cohesive picture. <laughs> okay. Well, we start with Stacy and Izzy. And as they come in and start the wedding, 
I'm like, it never not blows my mind that this show, that some of them go through this whole process knowing very well that they're going to say no. Like they laugh with their family, they cry with their parents, they do the makeup and the whole thing, and it's all going to be nothing. And there's some people who take vacation time to come to this wedding, and like you said, it's not close. (laughs) You know, they're going to say no. Um, While she's talking to her friends and family, she called Izzy exotic. Um... I'm not a fan of <laughs> white people calling their non-white partners exotic. It's not good. I, I, I no, <laughs> it's just no. But um, Izzy, on the other hand, is saying that telling his friends that love has no credit score, <clears throat> as his leg is bouncing off the scale with anxiety. Um, I mean, maybe love has no credit score, but um. It matters. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stacy is telling her family that Izzy just got a passport and he likes Chipotle. How <laughs> can you say you look down on a person without saying you really look down on a person? Stacy gives lessons. <laughs> I know her sister is like, that's a man thing. Like they just eat like a child or whatever, stuff like that. But yeah, they're so different all the time. But the one thing I've noticed about Izzy, Izzy is so stuck on the one thing he brings to the table is that she said she wants someone that fights for her and that's the only thing that Izzy has stuck like glue to himself. Remember when they had that fight in the early episodes when they were in the apartment and she goes out to the patio? He comes and he just holds her. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be here. When he meets her parents, he's like, oh, she just wants someone to fight for her. I'm here. So he says that all the time. You want someone that's not going anywhere. That's what I'm doing. Except that's nice. But Stacy wants the jets, the first class, the fine dining, and the money. So not good enough, Izzy. And she also kind of wants... She wants a snobby person like herself. Yeah, that's the first class and the jets and the things. She does. I thought her dress was cute. Did you? I, I liked Stacy's dress quite a bit, actually. It was. She kept saying it was heavy. It didn't look heavy, but I believe her. But yeah. Um, They walk down the hall. Uh, I'm sorry, the aisle. I said the hall. They walk down the aisle. They have the wedding. Izzy goes first and Izzy says yes. And listen, guys, I promise, even before Stacy went, when she had tears, he was wiping her tears. And I wrote down in my notes, this girl just flinched when he tried to wipe her tears. But I'm like, okay, maybe I'm reading meaning into it. But then Stacy goes and she goes, I want someone to love. I don't think I can say it right now. And then she says, no. But then it was weird. Then they kiss and then they say, I love you. And then they kiss again. And then the audience is like clapping, but looking around like, uh, what is happening? And yeah. And then I had the thought, you know how you always say no one remains friends on maps after they say no, except maybe Shaq and Kirsten might've broken that. Has there been any couple who survived saying no at the altar? No. Not on Love is Blind, no. No one is friends, no one has survived a relationship. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, I did see an article. Stacy said she told Izzy that she was saying no. And he insisted on still saying yes. So, I don't know. 
what's true or not again like we say but again we see izzy in a after interview and he's going on doing that thing i hate that love to him is titanic i'm like you realize somebody (laughs) died somebody let go but you know what it's the most apt movie he could have mentioned because rose let him go and stace is like i'm not drowning with you you're not taking me down with your bad credit and let him go so (laughs) but izzy shows his true colors because he's like oh what can another rich man give you that you can't that i can't like why are you 33 and i'm married is because i was like see there you go that's what happens when you can't get what you want. Then you start going for what you think is the low blows. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad Stacy said no. I, I'd like to reiterate as much as I can. I don't like that girl. But <laughs> there was nothing about that relationship that I was like, yeah, you two should really go on ahead and get married. And I, I feel bad for her that she had to be the same one to be like, no, not doing this. Um, but I'm glad she did because they should not have gotten married. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like Perfect. him. If you don't, if you don't like the person you're marrying, you should not marry them. And she was so obsessed with like, what is he gonna do for me? I was waiting, 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 waiting for Stacy to say what she was gonna do for Izzy. Never happened. Yeah. Well, I think for her at that one time, she said she makes him dinner. I guess she's giving him a house. She's gonna show him the world. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. But they have a conversation where they talk about maybe dating. Which I thought, though, uh -uh. based on what happened at the top of the aisle, I thought that they would date afterwards. Um, And then, no. (laughs) No. Yeah. Just let it go. I don't know how you can go from engaged to dumping someone at the altar and then you think you can date. I mean, I guess that happened to SK and Raven, but oh well. Um, so then Milton and Lydia have their getting ready, we're getting married, and Lydia, whenever she describes their relationship, it really just sounds like she's trying to convince us that it's the real deal. It's like this long-winded explanation of why they work so well together, but it's not translating on screen, at least for me. I don't get it. I look at the two of them. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't think they like it. Anyway, I'm with you. <laughs> um, I laughed when they got a barber for Milton and one of his friends, he only has one black friend, but I think it was his roommate. And he said, oh, they finally got you a real barber. And that comment made me laugh out loud because <laughs> that hairline has been bugging all season. So I'm happy for him that he got a barber. Um, I can see why Milton is attracted to Lydia. Because like we mentioned earlier, his family is cold, according to A. <laughs> I'm going with my word, <laughs> clinical. And sometimes we go for the things that we didn't have and she's full of emotion, just everything that he doesn't have. And we see this when Milton and his dad are supposed to have like a conversation and it was so awkward. I couldn't even tell if his dad was supportive or not, but he was giving him words of advice and Milton is just like, are we done here? I'm trying to get out of here. Like that was the vibe he was getting and it was I don't know it was just a very awkward it wasn't touching in any way at all nope so I don't know if that makes me sad and then again is it a Lydia thing is it that he's 24 and getting married or 
Would this be the case for anyone? I don't know. I lean heavily on the 24 and getting married and the you have never spoken about this before. (laughs) If you are the type of person who really, really just desires marriage, people around you will hear about it. I promise. Yeah. I think he never said this to them. And maybe if he wanted it, like, you know, they just didn't know. But if you never say it to people and then you're like, I went on a show explicitly to get married. It, yeah. it, it's How are they supposed to keep up? Yeah. Milton does show some human-like characteristics when he gets ready and he says, everybody seems to be so concerned and now I'm worried. Like, I'm not nervous, but I'm like, should I be? Like, Am I being naive? Am I missing something that I'm supposed to know? And honestly, the way I feel is Milton doesn't know what he's getting into. I think he thinks marriage is something he can tackle the way he has tackled everything else in his life. Like it's a, it's a calculation or algebra or whatever it is that he can just solve it. And it's so much more bigger than that. Like, for example, I'm just like, did they talk about where they're going to live? Did they talk about how they're going to raise their kids? Have they talked about being in an interracial relationship? We didn't get any of that. So I don't know. They may be having these conversations off camera, but they seem so vastly different that I'm just wondering how are they going to reconcile these things? So we'll see. I I, I want to say that I don't think they'll... Oh, anyways, I'm going ahead of myself. But they walk down the aisle. Lydia says yes. And Milton says yes to. And Milton says all the data points led him to the right decision. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I want to say that by the reunion, they're not still going to be together. But you know what? I'm always wrong when it comes to these things. All the people from, well, is it the ultimatum that they always stay together? And I'm never right about these things. I did not think like Kwame and Chelsea would still be together and here they're still together. So what do I know? So I don't know. Curious to see if they're still together and seeing how they're navigated, but I'm not optimistic. But let's be clear that this is how they end with their cute little standing there after yay, we just got married. She yeah. says something that made perfect sense to me and he has the audacity to say your English is bad. Strike one. She said they're perfectly asked how to describe the wedding. And she says a perfectly imperfect something. And he's like, what the hell does that mean? Your English is so bad. I'm like, oh. (laughs) The thing is, if it was a joke, it wasn't funny. You don't tell somebody whose second language is English when they're speaking. Like, perfectly imperfect is good English. (laughs) Tell them the English is bad. You know, he's been saying that to her all season. He keeps telling her, I'm going to teach you English. I'm going to teach you how to speak better. And he's been making comments like that all season long. Uh, It's incredibly rude. Um, And then he tells her to organize herself. Because I think it's because. I think they were trying to kiss and they were being awkward and the balance wasn't like there. And he's so tall and he has to bend so low. And I I think that's when he said, organize yourself. Or am I, I? I could be mistaken. I don't know. Yes, that is correct. And I'm like, Milton, do you like this woman? Mm. I, this is not the way you speak to someone who you really like on their wedding day. I, I'm with you in that I think they're not made for togetherness. And 
if they're together by the reunion, I will be very, very surprised. But like you, I've been fooled time and time again. Colleen and Matt are still going strong. <laughs> what do I know? Yes, that is so true. I don't know. And I think Lydia just wanted to be... Ma- I don't know if Lydia wanted to be married so bad or if she just wanted to prove Uche wrong. I don't know which is which. That she was saying yes regardless. So I don't know. Very curious. Also, did Milton give his roommate a heads up? Like, hey, I'm going to be moving out. I don't know who's going to pay my half of the rent. I just thought about that. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out in the reunion. I will say, I don't... This is the worst season of Love is Blind. <laughs> By far. By far! It's bet. Well, here's a question. Is it better or worse than season two? The Dipti... It's worse. You're the one who said it was entertaining. I said that it, it's not entertaining and it's not anything at all. So for me, this is hands down the worst. The problem with season two was just that it had unlikable characters. But this is They barely bad had enough characters to dislike this season. Yeah, so this was just all bad. So I wasn't even getting it on the entertainment front or the drama front or the what. I, it was, it's just giving me nothing. So for me, hands down, it's the worst season. The um, production is just terrible. So, yeah. It's not working for me. Speaking of, there's a new show called House of Villains, and Shake is on there. I will not be watching. <laughs> I know you won't. I love it. The first episode was amazing. It has all of the shows, I mean, I watch all the shows, but all the villains are just, Omarosa is just chef's kiss, and Shake is out of his depth. He thinks he's a villain, but he found out really quickly that he's not. And Fisa is on there. <laughs> I'm and just was- waiting for Trader Season 2. Um, but now that you said that Fisa's on, no, I'm not gonna lie. I, I will try, maybe I'll try to watch it, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think if you'd like it. But it has, yeah, yes, Bobby has Tanisha from Bad Girls Club, Johnny from The Challenge, Jax from Vanderpump Rules, Johnny Fairplay from Survivor. So, yeah, if you like Traders, I'm excited about Traders. It's a fantastic cast. Of course, it has CT, and you guys know that's my baby daddy. And it has Johnny Bananas, too. So I'm very, it's a very good cast, is all I can say. So I'm very curious to see how it um ends up because it has big brother royalty also so i'm very curious who's gonna be the trader and who's gonna get out i'm watching traders canada and that has been very good so far but for love is blind was this the worst seat i mean there were parts this can sound bad when uche left i believe the show got considerably less entertaining um i i don't know it was just there was the one couple that got married i don't think they're gonna make it nor do I want them to for their own personal like growth and, and happiness. I don't think they should be together. But anyways. Um, I just wish they would listen to us. I, I wish the producers would listen to us. I know they don't listen to us and they don't care, but they just need to do better. That's my only gripe this season is I just think the production was bad. The storylines weren't tying up. Like even if they didn't have people, make something make sense. Even if they weren't people that were getting married together, Give us things that would make us invested. I wasn't invested. I didn't really like care about the people. So it's just, just do better. 
I think they had some struggles. Um, like the rumors I read about Carter and Renee, the other couple that are suing them, or one half of the couple is suing them for some very serious things. I don't think there was ever any hope for this being like a good, entertaining, serious se- um, season. How so, about the other three couples that got engaged? They're not suing <laughs> them. They're not doing anything. Why not? If they never finish those stories, though, then they can't put them in the show. Why wouldn't they finish it if they knew only three were going to Mexico? I don't know. Exactly. So I blame them. Solly and Squally. Wait, Solly okay. and Squally. <laughs> it really doesn't right. matter, though, because there'll be another season of Love is Blind and we will be watching. <laughs> I mean, we will be, but it'll be nice to enjoy what we're watching. Like, I mean, this that that's a given that we are going to be watching regardless but i think it'll be nice if it's also good because that's why we started watching in the first place because it's really just following the path of maths and that's what gives me dread (laughs) um we'll see we'll see what happens the next season then we can determine if it's following the path of maths well, they've already shot it, right? So it really doesn't matter. They can't correct any mistakes. So <laughs> that is the path of maps. Maps is just shooting and shooting. So regardless of what happened, it was already shot. So there's nothing they can do about it. So, well, that was it for this. We'll be back with the reunion. So look out for that episode. Do you have anything else, Aid? Nope. Watch out for the reunion. We'll see who comes and what they say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.